And we have great partners, and we have, uh, we're going to start out with exclusive Rock Slide Engineering discount, Jeep Life Pod for 15% off of their amazing products over at rockslideengineering.com. Use that code. And I know that when Tanner was on as a guest at the end of last year, um, he activated that for us. So use it. Um, you will get a great discount, and I think the podcast will get some recognition out of that. I think is yeah. So, I think so. We love it. Um, Huddy's beard bomb. Oh yeah. Oh i I got, got my some. I got some. Yeah. Um, and I I literally went on ordered it, used our discount code for it. <laughs> what is that discount code? Um, it is Jeep Life Pod, and you get ten percent off of um everything at Huddy's Beard Bomb. Put that in there, and you'll you'll save some. It's good stuff. Um, I have natural. a I have a tub for you. Oh, thank you. I don't know where it is. I've oh. lost it between the time <laughs> that I had it at work the other day, and oh now. Oh my gosh! Oh, I, why does that not surprise in my me? My life it, it, it it's look, getting a little wild over here. It, it's get, I, it, Oh, you're getting you're it's getting. Look how some, long that is. That is some length. I was gonna trim mine up a little bit. I got a haircut. Yeah. I was gonna trim it up a little bit, and I'm yeah. like, no, because. Ricky Billy's catching up with me. I, yeah. I got to keep growing. It's, yeah. I think I'm going to, um, coming soon, Billy Goat Racing. <laughs> Billy, oh, I like that. Billy Goat Off-Road Racing. I love it. I love it. I will turn you into a meme yet. Um, our friends over at Armalite, our really good friends over at Armalite, mm-hmm. they, they've given us a, an exclusive Great. discount. Hey, that TJ flooring system's coming out soon. Yeah. Pre-order Hitting or shows. pre-orders done. Yeah, pre-orders done. I yeah. think they're uh, cutting and shipping soon. Oh, that'd be nice. Would be. Um, Jeep Life Podcast 10 gets you 10% off of a um, complete system at goarmorlight.com. Our friends at Pipes and Cold Case, um, they've offered free shipping. Which is a uh, hefty amount of... It is dollar bills. It's it, it's better than a ten percent discount. Actually, it is. So, yes, it um, is. definitely, Jeep Life is is their code for both. Super affordable, yeah. super uh, reliable company, and great sounding exhausts. Yes, As a matter of fact, somebody started up a um, um a Jeep while I was getting gas earlier, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's a pipes exhaust." I look over on the back, and there's a pipe sticker on the back. Yeah. I was like, it's recognizable. Yeah. So it was really, that was a good sounding. So yeah. hopefully they used our discount code to I get hope that. So. Um, off camber lighting, 20% discount Jeep life pod on there. Yeah. Great pen lights, um, yeah. small flashlights and hazard lights for all your recovery needs. Yes. So if you're on the side of the road, nobody's yeah. going to hit you. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. 
We're that podcast where we celebrate that Jeep life and everything that comes along with it. I'm joined in the studio by the bestest buddy a dude can have. Breaker Billy, what's happening? What's going on, Jeep and Terry? Oh, man. I'm you know just. What? Hold on. Trail time, Terry. No, 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 no. <laughs> And we try. I tried it. It didn't stick. It didn't it work. It flows better, man. No, Jeep and Terry. Okay. Jeep Trail time, Terry. That's a lot to say. And and you know, then when I try to abbreviate down to T three, that doesn't. That's already taken. <laughs> no, it's like Tim the Toolman. <laughs> Tim the Toolman. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, but it's good to be here in the studio, and uh, we're we're working on um, making the studio. A little more friendly to our viewers. Yeah, uh, I think we're gonna add some lighting and, and maybe some other things. So, <laughs> no, not that kind of light. Uh, it's a party, right? <laughs> it's a party. I I would love to have a party here. There'll be no. This is my basement. <laughs> I'll rent it from you. Okay. Um, Charging a premium here. Yeah, I've got twenty dollars. Make you holla. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. It's so good to, to be here. And I know that we've got craziness coming up over the next few months. I am um, starting Thursday. Starting tomorrow. True. I, I'm driving to Tennessee. Yeah. I'm getting in your up, Jeep. Right. And it, it, well, it, it, in my Jeep. Well, one of the things that kind of uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later is getting your Jeep ready for winter. Yep. Hardly because we haven't really had a winter this year yet. yet. Um, yeah. We've had cold weather, but it, I, I don't necessarily know that that's the same as winter. But we might actually get some. It was a wintry mix when I pulled into the studio. Yeah. So I think. Some freezing rain. Now is a good time to talk about. I think that's a great idea. What to do with that. I, um, but that's coming up later in the episode and we'll, we'll, we'll get down to brass tacks on that. Yeah. I know you're getting ready. You're getting ready is an understatement. I am f- trying to repair and band-aid the abuse that I put my rig through <laughs> this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm swinging, singing sweet lullabies to it in the garage with the grinder yeah. and some headphones. <laughs> nice. I mean, I mean, the buggy is getting. It's getting some a, massive some love, right? cleaning and some love, some rust repair, some. Yeah. What's the what's the, it, visibly? Will anybody be able to tell? I mean, not, uh, oh, I think you can definitely tell that it's been cleaned up. It's been touched up. Um, the wheels have been really gone oh, over. Yeah, the yeah, axles. Yeah. I kind of touched up everything to get rid of the. You know. The, Rust was starting to not set in, but the surface rust. It turns out, you know, ugly yeah, yeah, orange. Yeah. So I cleaned everything up, went over it with a wire wheel, made sure that there was nothing, you know, really damaged. Nothing deep. Right. Deep. Um, and then there was a few brackets that were still, you know, small weld marks. And so cleaned all that stuff up and just went over it really well. Yeah. Um, for everybody out there, uh, Reaper is going to be in the Philadelphia Auto Show in the Custom Alley, which is going to be downstairs where they used to have the Dub Show. Um, it's called Custom Alley at the Philly Auto Show, and that is all of the local, more um, 
outrageous rigs, to put it that way. Yeah. Cars, trucks, uh, vendors, all kinds of different people. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to make it down for the weekend and Yeah, I think I'm going to try to make it there Wednesday and then uh Sunday as well. No, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to pick it up on Sunday. Oh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there is that. Yeah. I'm going to try to make it down the weekend um just enjoy the show and then I think I'm covering it for work. Okay. Um during one the week. day. Yeah, yeah, one day. I'm not sure which. But that's cool. That's really cool. So Reaper's going to be there and also Overkill, which is oh, yeah. Eric Emmerman's massive JK on 40s, tons, and yeah, friend of the pod. giant coilovers. Yeah. It, it's so humbling pulling in next, <laughs> next to him. It makes everybody feel small. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I mean, you've been, you've been cleaning up, getting, getting Reaper ready. Have we done anything else with... Mm. Yeah, no. I, I haven't either. No. Yeah, there's nothing to catch up on. I know that I'm going to go out. I get to do cool things at work, but yeah, that's for a mystery. And <laughs> I told you I'd have to, you know. Yeah. Well, you can tell me. Then you have to kill me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I uh, I'm going to try to get out and do a little wheeling the first weekend in February and the weekend before that I might have a, a kid weekend. So I, maybe we'll, she and I'll go. That'd be cool. Go out wheeling. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't done that together in a while. So maybe we will. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So, but otherwise I haven't really, I haven't really done anything. It's been kind of quiet. When it's cold, it's hard to get out and do stuff and I don't have a garage. I've been skiing, so yeah. well. Mm, I wouldn't call that skiing. <laughs> well, it's almost it water, water ski. It might be water skiing <laughs> at this point. It is awful out there. Yeah, it is. I, but you know, with that, I'm getting really excited about all the things that's coming up. I know. I said I'm ready for spring. I'm ready to get rolling. But we, I, you know, I there's still stuff to do right now. Yeah, and um, we missed something this weekend. With our club. I know, which I was a little upset about, but I was also very tired and I was working on the buggy. Yeah, and I was off with with the kid doing a, you know, field hockey tournament, so I didn't get to go. But they went, they went snow tubing. Yeah. So everybody drove their Jeeps on a nice little ride up to Blue Mountain with our club and they were able to go snow tubing, which is an awesome event. Yeah. Um, Something different and something fun for all ages. Yes. I like it. Yeah. All right, speaking of Emmett's. So, January 28th to February 5th is the Philadelphia Auto Show. Um, I'm going to be there occasionally. So make sure you stop by and you can check out the Jeep uh, booth at the Philadelphia Auto Show and check out all their newly charged vehicles. <laughs> right. Because they're dipping their foot in right the in the electric market. Yeah, yeah, right on in. And then February 11th is the Polar Bear Covered Bridge Ride with the Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania. March 3rd to the 5th is the 60th annual Terra del Sol Desert Safari. Terra del Sol Desert Safari. Okay, you do it a lot better. Gotta have that flair. No, I don't have flair. 
I'm oh, tired. Flair for margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a the four wheel drive club of San Diego. Okay, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Are uh, you going? I am not. <laughs> <laughs> no. That'll be fun. I, I want to I... I go to this next one, which is <laughs> April 1st to the 9th, Easter Jeep Safari, hosted by Red Rocks Four Wheelers. I am going. I know. That. Keep rubbing it in. I, I, I will. Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that's always the big event um, where Heck Jeep yeah. usually releases new stuff, and mm-hmm. there's all kinds of great rides um, sponsored by different groups and different companies out there, so yeah. it's a lot of fun. And then April 8th is Dirt Road Coalition Easter Hot Springs Off-Road Park Takeover in Arkansas. Yeah, we're not going to make it to that one. We are not, but that's... uh, And then this is actually some breaking news. April 22nd is the Spring Trail Ride for Jeep Enthusiast Club. Yeah, that day got changed. It did. That's why Uh, I'm saying it's breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Break it, Billy's breaking news. (laughs) 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 all right we're getting carried away here no i have to edit that out (laughs) no leave that news okay maybe (laughs) may 6th is the easter jeeps wow no it is not the easter jeep no edit this out too yeah May 6th is Evolution Jeep Alliance Recovery for a Cause, which I will be leading the Black Red Group again. And I think the podcast is going to be making an appearance oh, as a vendor slash people just hanging out. Come yes. say hi. We're going to be out yes. wheeling. We're going to be out hanging out. Camping, probably. Probably. It'll be warm enough by then. It should be. Hopefully. Hopefully. May 20th is Go Topless, which is a national event put on by barricade yes off-road and that is where you get to take off your tops and drive around in your jeep and no please keep your shirts on <laughs> i've taken mine off okay i'm taking mine Sounds off i'm putting great. the camera right <laughs> great idea i'll be streaming that but off. we're going to be hanging out with the jeep enthusiasts of eastern pennsylvania and riding up to mountain view winery brewery distillery Anything under the sun you need, they got. Now, is this the fourth year that we've done it up there? I think fourth, yeah. Yeah, that's it's awesome. crazy. And then the big event of the year is July 14th to the 16th, New Jersey Jeep Invasion for the 10th annual New Jersey Jeep Invasion in Wildwood, New Jersey. Sweet. I, I normally wouldn't go this far out, but I've, I've they talked have with Jamie. They 500 tickets left. Yeah. That's it. And we want to get the word out to get that sold down. You better go get your tickets ASAP Rocky. Yep. That's the reason why. Yep. Letting our listeners know. So normally I would wait and, and yeah. put that in, but. Let's get them. Get them. That get them. Sold out. Yeah. And get yours before it does get sold out. I hate, hate to um, miss the opportunity to be there with you, with your Jeep on the beach. Uh, which brings us to our main topic, and we talked about this earlier, winterizing your Jeep. I am getting on the road tomorrow morning, and it should be a little bit yeah, uh, wintry, mm-hmm. to say the least. And so we kind of wanted to talk about that, and we, got, we, we were going to do this in two segments. We're going to do one is how do you just make it, 
let's say I'm a brand new Jeeper or mm-hmm. somebody that just moved into the Northeast or somewhere where there's an actual winter, how do I make my Jeep a little more winterized? And then the second caveat is what do you do after you go out and experience the snow, whether it's snow wheeling or, you know, you've gone out and playing in the snow, playing in the snow, which um, we like to do. Occasionally <laughs> we meet up out on random roads somewhere as I'm doing donuts in the middle of the well, intersection. It's not the first time. <laughs> uh, so to start this off, I think I want to, um, general maintenance is huge when you have changing seasons. Um, so when I talk about general maintenance, uh, oil change, yep. checking your tire pressure, making sure all of your joints, aka not your knees and your hips, those kind of joints, which you need to check those occasionally too. Yes, especially uh, in the winter. <laughs> but your U-joints, your ball joints, your any of the bearings, so making sure your drive shaft slip joint is in good working condition. Yes. Um, sometimes you want to maybe jack up the frame to make sure to stretch that um, drive shaft a little bit to make sure that it's sliding in and out mm-hmm. properly. Um, also check all of your bushings, make sure that they are not loose in any sense, make sure there's no loose bolts, you know, kind of just go over the frame. It's always a great idea to do that changing of seasons. Um, pull the Jeep in the garage if you have one. If not, there's also always a certified technician that can look at your Jeep. Yeah. Um, so that's a great thing to go over, just general maintenance. Um, check your transmission fluid um, or your gear fluid if you have a manual transmission. Um, also, make sure your antifreeze is topped off, you know, your power steering fluid's topped off. Make sure your power steering fluid doesn't need to be changed during from going from over summer to winter. Yep. Um, th- there is the possibility of overheating your power steering fluid during the summer. Um, Jeep Wranglers don't normally have a power steering cooler on them, um, so that's a good thing to check. Uh, also, I would say any other um, fluid, you know, on the new 4XEs, there's like three different reservoirs for coolant. Right. Make sure to check them all. Check them all. Make sure everything's topped off in proper order. Well, I can tell you that my windshield wiper fluid yeah. was not too negative or rated to zero or, or below. That's another thing. And it it was rated at, you know, 20 some degrees. Right. And we had a spell that was below that for yeah. a few days. And it actually froze, which made the, the molecules expand. And it pushed out over the top and leaked down. Yeah. And it, it was an interesting slushy <laughs> looking happens. thing. Um, also, on the ground. yeah, so that's another thing to look at is make sure that the windshield washer fluid that you have in your Jeep is rated to the correct temperature that it's going to be. Yeah. So they have negative 20, negative 30. Um, just head over to Walmart. They have it also any of your local auto parts stores. Um, sometimes that can actually cause damage to a system too. So if you're, if you know it's really cold out, you want to make sure you warm up the vehicle first before you use your windshield washer fluid, um, because you have lesser chance of being frozen lines, um, and burning out You can burn out pumps. Yep. Burn out pumps. Um, with that white wiper blades. Yeah. Um, it's this, now's the time to check and make sure they're not dry rotted or, Mm -hmm. or coming apart because you need them to maybe help scrape off that last layer of 
of ice in the morning or, or just moisture in general. You yeah. know, there is a lot more moisture in the winter. Yep. Um, and also there's usually a lot more salt and debris on the road. So you want to make sure you have a clean windshield. Yes. You definitely want to do that. Um, as I said, tire pressure, make sure to check all your tires because with colder weather, the, um, you got to change out your air from your summer air to your winter air. (laughs) Um, no, but actually guys, uh, your tires do, um, pressure is one of the functions of pressure is temperature. So it is a function, function of volume and temperature and... Um, so as that temperature decreases, your, the pressure inside the tires are, is going to decrease correct, as well. because your molecules get closer together. Yep. Um, they condense. So if you have colder air, it takes less volume, so you need to increase the pressure by adding more volumetric air to the tire. Yeah, and I think it's just as important, Michael points out, the... Um, your spare tire. Remember to check that as well. Because a lot of us just, it's on the back and we assume it's there and doing its thing. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to, if you have to take it off, it needs to be in equal condition as yep. the tires you have on there and be at the proper. Sometimes it's always better to even let that tire sit at a higher pressure. Mm. So fill it up to say if it's a 35, you know, PSI, you know, the Jeep sits at, you know, even 28. Fill it up to 35 or 40. Yep. Let it sit back there, you know, and then when you go to put it on, you can decrease that pressure versus... You can always decrease. Right. You know, you know make sure that if you have more air in it and you get even a hair leak over time, yep. you still have a better chance of having more air in it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a little tip. Good tip. Just a tip. Uh, battery. This is a big one. It is a big one. So usually you can get your batteries tested at AutoZone and other places to see um, the life of the battery. Uh, but your when it's cold out, usually there is a lot more strain on that battery. So it kind of tells you whether the life of that battery is over or not. Really telltale sign. Yeah, I think mine's starting to mm, diminish. It's happens. been a hot minute. Yeah. So definitely want to start looking for that. Um, but your battery, you don't want to go out in the morning and it not start. It's awful. Plan ahead of time. Yep. If it's going to be cold weather, check your battery before then. Also, another thing is always good to have in your car is a little small jump pack. So, um, that's just good to have in general. Yes. That's a really good idea for sure. Um, heat. Hmm. That's important. It, it is important <laughs> for sure. Um, so one of the things that delivers heat to your vehicle is the heater core. So that is a set of fins and blades that have tubing that run through the center of them. And it allows heat transfer from the motor and your antifreeze running through it to transfer the air that's going to be blown past it by your HVAC system. Yep. So your heater core can actually get clogged or gummed up over time. So make sure you, there are ways to clean it or to make sure that it is clean. Um, there's way to, ways to replace them. And also to make sure that the internals of the heater core are flowing properly as well. So you can actually take off tubing inside the motor, flush out your heater core, and um, put it all back together. 
Now, I know that on some Jeep vehicles, the heater core is practically impossible to get to. Yes, but there is usually tubing to get to. Okay. That was going to be my question. Mm-hmm. How easily accessible is, is yeah. some of that? Usually the tubes run. So if you're going to flush your you know, heater core, yep. um, you can do it from any type of tubing that runs usually the front of the motor, and that tubing is fairly accessible. Yeah. Uh, and, if you're mechanically inclined. Right. And so being able to flush that out is a good idea so that it doesn't become clogged. Yeah. Because then you do have to change Usually much before. older vehicles um, that run older antifreezes, this happens too. Yeah. Or if you put that gunk in your um, radiator to try to seal up a leak one time, that's another thing that can lead to clogging radiators. Brand new Jeeps, you don't usually have to worry about it. Newer antifreezes don't right. usually gum up as much. Um, well, that's, that's good to know because mm-hmm. I was, I've, I've had that fear going on in my head No, because I had to do that with super, super old Jeeps. <laughs> All right. If you put water in it, you know, oh, in yeah, your yeah, system, yeah. that can cause rust. It can cause you know, sediment to gum up. And yeah. No. Yeah. You don't run water. You don't do any of that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Cause I would, that, that was not fun and I would not wish that on anybody. Yeah. Uh, are there any more components in the vehicle that you probably should check? Um, um, so I mean, we're going to start getting into emergency supplies that you probably should have. In yeah, the I wouldn't say. I would just say make sure your defrosters all work. Make sure all your vents are open and clean. To mm. you know, nothing's blocked by stickers, this, that, and the other thing. You know, HVAC yep. vents to make sure that you get um, proper um, airflow onto windows for defrosting and stuff like that. Um, and just make sure also all your lights are working properly. That's a key thing that if say you do get caught in a snowstorm you want to make sure your lights are on and you want to make sure you're visible yes. to other people as well Absolutely. being able to see and be seen yeah also that just kind of goes in hand with the checking your vehicle over at the change of seasons yeah um well when you when we start looking at we've got all of our vehicle up we're good to go we're going to be out and about yeah. There's some good supplies that you probably should have in your vehicle. So I try to, and during the winter, you know, I have two different kind of go bags that go into my Jeep. One for the summer, one for the winter. The winter one is a lot more extensive. Um, so some of the things that I carry in there is obviously the, the essentials. I always carry a recovery kit in general. Um, that includes the general um, vehicle recovery. So... It has toe strap, kinetic strap, um, soft shackles, D-rings, a snatch block, um, gloves, a winch line extension, a winch dent line dampener. Um, so I always carry that in the Jeep. Right. It's always there. On, additionally, I usually have my fridge in the back, but if you don't have a fridge, there's always a good idea to carry some stuff. So get a tote together of some basic supplies. So, you know, some water, some snacks general things that don't go bad. Um, so non-perishable snacks, say if you do get caught in a snowstorm or something that you have some water, some survival stuff to hang out for maybe an hour, maybe a day, who knows? You, you, um, you just don't know. You never know what can happen. Um, so I usually, good idea, carry like a six pack of water, um, some non-perishable food, 
that you can sustain on for a little bit, some calories. Um, also, the other essentials in blanket. Yeah. Key. Extra sweatshirt. Always good mm. idea. Extra clothing. Um, say if you do get wet, you want to have you know, maybe a change of clothes, maybe an extra pair of socks, um, undergarments in general. Yeah. The easiest um, way to hypothermia is through wet clothes, exactly. right? Exactly. So it's easy to get changed. It's easy to get warm. Um, so there are some of the key things. Also, I would say hand warmers. So oh, yeah. A couple a packs idea. of hand warmers, some foot warmers. Um, <coughs> they make body warmers, so they're a little bit bigger packs of those thermal um, air-activated charcoal pack. Yep. Um, yep. So With that, gloves. Yes. You want to be able to put those in gloves. Gloves, hats, um, yeah. maybe an outer shell jacket or a rain poncho. Um, they're always good things to have in that tote. And I'm saying a small, reasonable thing that can fit in the back of your vehicle that you can carry out on. Yeah, well, something that won't take up, you know, a back seat or anything, but yeah. you can throw in the back and you yeah. can move. I, I like the idea of a go bag type scenario where, Absolutely. you know, at the beginning of the winter, you just put that, that tote mm-hmm. in when everything's done, you take it out and you go through it, make sure everything's good with it. Yeah. What about jumper cables? So I always have jumper cables. That's just kind of my general recovery mm-hmm. kit. Um, and also, as I said earlier, I always have a jump box. Right, right. So, sorry, Mr. <laughs> Prepared over here. <laughs> I, I only take my jump box when I'm going to the drive-in theater. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no, I I have a small jump box that I have one in the truck. I have one in my Jeep. So yeah, I always am fairly prepared. Um, but jumper cables are a great thing. You know, you always usually have a friend with you when you're out in weird, dumb places. Yes. So, but I usually carry a set in the truck. That's a good idea. Space. Um, also another good thing, flashlights. Oh yeah. So battery operated or, um, crank operated is always great as well. You don't have to worry about that battery running out on you. Yeah, true. So if it's battery operated, maybe keep an extra set of batteries in there. Um, yeah. Um, also another thing that could be very useful in your winter go bag is a portable charger for your phone. Mm, so yeah. a cable, a portable charger. Um, keep that charged. Usually they hold the charge for however long you need. Um, they usually don't die on themselves. Yeah. They're, they're usually pretty good about yeah. not discharging without so. actually charging something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. You definitely want to be able to communicate with the outside world mm-hmm. if something goes wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, also some of the other things that you may have in your Jeep that are super helpful is a CB radio. Good to help, um, communicate with trucks out on the road or other communications. Um, GMRS, they always have the channel that is for, you know, emergency help. Mm. Um, also if you're super fancy satellite phone, (laughs) (laughs) if you're going that far into the woods, if you got Mr. Bucks over here, heck yeah, why not? Um, no, I like that. But uh, other recovery equipment, I'm kind of jumping around. Traction boards, a quick, small shovel to help dig out. Yep. Um, also, um, yeah, I kind of don't know. Yeah, I know when I go out, uh, when, as soon as it snows and goes out, I like to go out and help people. I like mm-hmm. to, you know, 
throw my daughter in the in the Jeep and going out and helping people. And so a lot of, you know, the items I put on the list are things that I take out with me for that. Yeah. You know, with the traction boards, with my recovery gear, straps, etc. Um, but I also carry extra water because I don't know how long somebody's been inside the road. Yeah. You know, if I'm coming up on them, maybe they want a bottle of water, a bottle or, water something. or something. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, I want to look out for other people mm-hmm. as well when I'm doing that. Yeah. You know, because most of the time I've yet knock on wood, not been able to get my vehicle going where it needs Seriously. to be. But there are other yeah. people out there that that aren't so fortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, or or you know, a flash snow comes on and four inches, and some of those sedans are they're paraly- done. Yeah, paralyzed. Right, because mm-hmm. all it takes is the frame. Once a, the snow gets as deep as a frame, they're done. Yep. And some of them, four to six inches of more than more than the clearance they have. Yeah. Right. So I want to be a, able to e- either a get them out or get them where they need to be. Yeah. So they can come back and get their vehicle later. Absolutely. Um. Oh, Dave keeps a um, portable solar panel that he can use for wow. charging his phone. That's brilliant. That's a pretty good one. That's a good that idea. A good one. Um, Andrew has a can of DI spray inside his house so that okay. he can go out and. The yeah, they're always good to have. Yeah. yeah, so even just an ice scraper in general, um, snow brush, something to clean off your vehicle because that's important too, and also illegal to drive around with uh, large amounts of snow on top of your Yeah, clean vehicle. off your vehicle, folks. Yeah. Clean your windows, de-ice, make sure, take the minute, be safe Yeah, because the stuff's off yourself the top. and others. Yeah, I've got a long broom, um, snow broom kind of thing because my Jeep's taller than me. Yeah. Um, so that I can get all of the snow and stuff off the top so it's not breaking apart and yep. flying off and hitting the person behind us. Um, but with that, please be careful with your soft tops. Uh, the plastic or vinyl um, windows can get scratched. Are by. very brittle when it's cold. Yep. So don't be rough on those. Don't use the hard end of a broom. Right. Um, be gentle with that as you're as you're scraping that off. I would hate for it to go through mm-hmm. and crack your window. That would be yeah. the worst. Not good. Not good. All right. So we've got all this stuff in it. We're we're out there. We've gone out. Right. In the snow, whether it's had, had a blast, snow wheeling or or coming back after you know rescuing people. Yeah, what are some of the things that we need to be looking so, out for? You have to remember, snow is a solid; it's kind of solid water. But when it becomes a liquid again, it can sit in weird places. Yes, so. Um, snow can get piled up and in cracks, crannies, this, that, and the other thing. It, um, freezes, expands joints, this, that, and the other thing. And it also can sit in random places inside your frame, inside your tub body, this, that, and the other thing. So make sure you completely dry out the vehicle if you have gone out snow wheeling. Um, it helps to obviously clean it out very well. Make sure there's no... Um, debris or anything that's been picked up by the snow and put into your frame. Right. Um, that includes also snow can hold salt mm. being out on the road. So if snow is getting into your frame, it's holding that salt and putting it in. And salt is a super corrosive um, element that can be put into your frame and cause lots of rust and damage. Yeah, especially if it just sits in there. And- yeah. So clean it out, rinse out everything. 
Um, that's always a good idea. Um, another big thing is, you know, make sure you clean off all the salt from underneath your vehicle in general. Make sure your lights are all your electrical connections. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because they, they, they can corrode the wiring as well. Right. I mean, <laughs> we literally saw that with mine Absolutely. last week. Uh, Troy s- suggests to have a gas can in yeah, your vehicle. That's always a good one. Um, with gas in it, it would be a, primarily. And that's uh, a, a, as a. Well, I prefer to keep the gas on the outside of the vehicle if there's <laughs> gas in it. Yes. Uh, but it's. Uh, that, thanks, Troy, for that. That, that was is a, a good one. And that was a, a personal dig at me, oh. too. Oh, because so. you've forgotten gas and needed to go get some recently? Well, uh, no, this wasn't necessarily recently, but... His, a long, long time ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, he won't let me forget. Well, that's okay. And as That's what good friends are for. All right. Uh, what else? We, <laughs> we, we, we've taken care of the, the frame and crevices and, you know, like electronics. Best thing to do is as soon as you get... Off the trail. Off the trail. Yep. Check all your tire pressures. Make sure they're correct. Yep. Um, that's always a big one. Also, make sure there's no snow caked into your wheels um, because that can actually throw your balance of your wheels off yes. when you're driving down the highway. Yeah. That throws, uh, you can throw a wheel out pretty good and then causing other damage to bearings, this, that, and the other thing if something's out of balance. Yeah, if it continues yeah. for any length of time. And I've, I've experienced that. It's weird feeling it is. with the, the snow caked on one side. Yeah. Not, in the, not in my Jeep, but in another vehicle. I didn't even think about it. And then I'm like, oh, well, that makes hmm. sense. And then I go yeah. and knock it out and everything's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and that can definitely do some damage. Yes. All right. Um, oh, lights. We talked about lights earlier. Yes. So when you're out in your Jeep and you're driving around in the snow, sometimes LEDs aren't the warmest. No. So snow can build up. Well, halogens aren't super hot either, yeah, but, but they, they take care enough. of themselves they as do. a general rule. But yes. LEDs, not so much. There is no, not much heat generation. It's usually on the back side in that the front is the cool side of the um, right. light. So... Fun fact, there's a couple companies out there, a.k.a. Quadratech, that makes a heated headlight, which yeah. is awesome. Um, it has a heating element in the front lens to make sure that there is no snow ice buildup when you're driving. And I've personally had that happen to me on the way home from a couple different events, skiing up yeah. north. Um, you have to like, get out. Why is it so dim? Yeah, what? I can't see what's going on. Yeah. And you actually have to get out. Scrape off your lenses and keep on driving. And an hour later, get out. Do the same thing. Yeah, it it adds another forty five minutes to your drive. So having a heating element um, that kicks in um, close to free, it has a little temperature sensor and it kicks in at a certain temperature and just heats up the 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 lens portion of yep. it. And so hopefully nothing sticks. Yeah, it just helps. Yeah, I I have those installed on my Jeep. And I've yet to need them. Wow. So I'm hoping you may. I, I ho- I'm hoping to kind of experience it and see what it see what it does. So I've always had to scrape it off, but now I'm hoping that those will take care of mm-hmm. um those needs. Well, I guess that kind of s- wraps up winter yeah. jeeping. Well it all right, so if you're going out, there are I know for a fact that 
changing the tire pressure in your tires based on the conditions that will give you better traction. Yeah. So lowering them under certain conditions. Correct. If you're on like give a, you better snow traction. Pack, a hard snowpack, you absolutely want to lower your your tire pressure will give you more more surface area. Yeah. If you're on fresh snow that hasn't been packed. Right. You probably want skinny tire. A little bit skinny. You want you want your normal tr- tread pattern. You right. want that flat tread pattern that can still compact but it gives you enough traction to go forward. Right. Um sn- hard snowpack, you want wider. Um more ice, snow, slush, you obviously want wider tires as well. Yeah. Stay on top of it. But like a fresh a fresh snow, nobody's gone out you in it yet. A little powdery, you want it to compact, and so you want to have it yeah. more pressure in your tire. Yeah. Or the same pressure that you would have. And then also driving. another thing, sometimes chains aren't always the option. Mm. They sometimes just dig you in a bigger hole. Yeah, right. So, yeah. think about that. Uh, well, we're we're lucky here that we don't have necessarily a lot of um, chain requirements. Yeah. But if you head way further northeast, mm-hmm. Vermont, Massachusetts, that area, they do have, and definitely out west, Colorado, yeah. um, they have those. So check with your local area to see when chains are are needed. I I haven't ever knock on wood had to had to need them. No. But um, maybe one day we can get stuck. <laughs> Maybe we can, and we'll some chains. We'll we'll do a video on that if we yeah. ever do, for sure. So. That's cool. I I'm kind of excited. I'm ready for it to snow. I'm ready for it to do stuff. That Maybe it's one just day. Been, it's just been lame this year. <laughs> it really has been. Uh, it's awful. I I prefer if it's going to be cold. Snow. I want to see some snow. It's not even cold though. It's just like miserable. Yeah. It's, it's like, like mid thirties, yeah, mid thirties, yep. It's like be cold, fully cold. Well, we did have a week that it was below. It was for, brutal oh, for was a, awful for six days, and then yeah. it was like, oh, I'm back to sixty, back to <laughs> fall. Yeah, it was crazy. All right, well, if you have other things that you think would be a better way to winterize your Jeep or something that we missed, um, reach out to us on our social medias or send us an email at info at jeeplifepodcast.com. If you have an event that your club is hosting or want us to talk about, info at jeeplifepodcast.com. Where else can people find us? You can head over to our Facebook, Jeep Life Podcast. We also have Instagram, Jeep Life Pod. We have a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Go out there right now if you're listening to us. Watch the next 500 videos we have. Yeah, do it all. We don't have 500, but we have a lot. We do. Wheeling, events, tech help, everything out on the trail. It's awesome. Head over to YouTube and search Jeep Life Podcast. Yep. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Follow us, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're not on Twitter, so don't bother there. No, no. But if you would like to support us even more, head over to our Patreon website. Search Jeep Life Podcast on Patreon, and you can support us for 3 5 or $10. Do you know there's another way that people can support us? I think they could just send us money. They could, but we have merchandise. Holy We crap. haven't talked about merchandise in a long time. I know. I'm wearing a t-shirt. That is super faded. It, this is like the first Rev of, of any of shirt Rev that we one, have. Of Rev yeah. 1, of Rev 1, of Rev 1. But it, get a t-shirt, get a hat, get a get an apron. I think we have aprons. I love my apron. I wear it out in the garage all the time. It's not looking that good, but it works. It works. Uh, but 
go to our it's it's on our link tree. Yep. Just go do it. L I N K T R dot E E backslash Eat Life Podcast. That's all we have for you tonight. Uh, we've got an, a full lineup for this season. I'm so excited about it. Uh, for Break It Billy and Jeep and Terry, here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>